Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The Pentagon deploying thousands of troops to Europe. American companies slash jobs. A report ranks the dirtiest cities in the USA. CNN in turmoil. Also ahead, did President Trump and Putin have a deal? But first, Mr. Biden approving the deployment of 3,000 additional troops to NATO allies in Europe. The forces will be sent to Poland and Romania. More than 150,000 Russian troops, as you know, are massed along the Ukraine border. The White House promising to inflict crippling economic sanctions on Russia should it invade. Another 8,000 U.S. troops remain on heightened alert. American companies cutting more than 300,000 jobs in January. Economists predicted the country would add 200,000. Most positions were slashed in the hospitality industry, followed by transportation, manufacturing, construction. The Biden administration blaming the bad numbers on Omicron, which is probably true. However, there are still 10 million open jobs in the USA, despite the January cutbacks. A new report published by the Miami Herald ranks the dirtiest cities in America. The towns are judged by pollution, living conditions, resident satisfaction. Worst, Chicago, Glendale, California, Phoenix, Las Vegas, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, San Bernardino, California, Los Angeles, Houston. And the dirtiest city in the USA is Newark, New Jersey, which ranks number one for garbage, air pollution, congestion, and vermin. Vermin are rats and roaches. Yuck. CNN president or former president Jeff Zucker out because he had a personal relationship with a co-worker that everybody knew about. The information was uncovered during an investigation into Chris Cuomo, who was fired by Zucker and is now suing or will sue CNN. This is a major facade, this whole thing. They wanted Zucker out. If you read the message of the day on BillOReilly.com, I lay it out for you. In a moment, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin, the inside story. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. You may remember that I, your humble correspondent, conducted a series of interviews with Donald Trump in December as part of the history tour. A very hot topic was Russia and Putin. And here is a bit of that discussion. Tell us about Putin now. So he has 150,000 or so troops poised to invade Ukraine. No one knows if he's going to do it or not. So my question is, is Putin ready to start a war? Do you think he wants to do that? Okay. First of all, you never heard about this when I was president. You never heard about this. They didn't have hundreds of thousands. I hear it's up to 175 and going to 200,000. It's a lot of people. You never saw, you never heard about Taiwan being, having bombers flying all over the place. They're flying bombers over because President Xi respected our nation. I won't even say respected me. He respected us. He respected us as a nation. He respected me. And Putin respected us as a nation, respected me. Mr. Trump contends that he and Putin had an understanding that neither would embarrass the other, and that held for four years. It is true that Putin did not threaten military action while Donald Trump was president. However, Russian hackers did damage to the USA and continue to do that. Our people, the CIA, the other intel agencies, we hurt Russia too, in the cyberspace area, but nobody knows about these things because they're national security. Now, we have a very intense situation, as you all know, on the Ukraine border. Putin is basically testing NATO and President Biden. It's a chess game for him. I have said I do not think he will invade Ukraine because The economic sanctions will cripple Russia's economy, even though they have all the gas and oil. Remember, the Russian people do not live well. The oligarchs do, Putin's buddies do, the military does, but not the folks. And that is the largest country on this planet. There are millions of Russians who, if they don't get their daily bread, are going to rebel. Putin knows that. So that's why I don't think he's going to go into Ukraine with troops. I could be wrong. But he's already won in the sense that Germany is not cooperating with NATO because Germany is dependent on Russian energy. So that country is putting itself above the Western alliance. Now, so far, Joe Biden hasn't done anything wrong here. You have to be fair. But if Russian troops go in, then it'll be very, very interesting to see if he leads the world against that rebellion. But again, Trump and Putin did have an understanding. There was common ground between those two guys And to be honest, they do have personality traits in common. So that is the story. 
If you want to see and hear more of the history tour, go to BillOReilly.com. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it in a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 109 years ago today, the USA ratified the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Do you know what that is? For the first time, the federal government imposed a nationwide income tax on U.S. citizens. Here is the story. Since the revolution, nearly all taxes were paid on specific goods like alcohol and tobacco. There was no personal income tax for more than 100 years in America. In the early 20th century, the USA was growing at a historic rate, and lawmakers in Washington wanted more money to fund westward expansion, strengthen the military, and build modern infrastructure. The House approved the tax amendment in 1909. During the presidential election of 1912, all three candidates, William Howard Taft, Theodore Roosevelt, and Woodrow Wilson, favored the income tax. On February 3, 1913, the USA officially ratified the 16th Amendment. The law states simply, Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived. In its first year, the federal tax rate was 1% on income between 0 and 20,000. The highest bracket was 7% on earnings over a half million, a colossal amount of money at that time. There were no adjustments or deductions or other complications. Today, the federal government takes in about $3.5 trillion each year, and half of that comes from personal income tax. The average American hands over 23% of his or her salary to the IRS. That number drops to nothing for the very poor and reaches 37% for the wealthy. Other federal tariffs include excise taxes on goods that have so-called negative consequences. They include gasoline, cigarettes, booze, even airline tickets because of climate change. And if you think $3.5 trillion is enough to run the feds, you're wrong. On average, Washington spends $4.4 trillion to keep the country open every year. And here's something else you might not know. The total amount of cash you give to the government also depends on where you live. In blue states like California and New York, the tax man can take 55% of your income. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you, and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.